Charmed and Bubbly. Here we go with season two, episode three, uh, recapping the Charmed episode, The Painted World, which aired in the U.S. on October 14th, 1999. When Prue finds some mysterious words on an unusual painting at the auction house, she winds up trapped in the magical world inside the painting with a man who has been imprisoned (laughs) there for decades. Meanwhile, after damaging Prue's car, Phoebe casts a smart spell and hopes to land a high-paying job to pay for the repairs. So why, why are you signaling me in the middle of this? Like, what's happening over there? I was just saying that I knew it. I knew you it. You did know it. That's actually what I wrote in my notes. I mean, what, five seconds into the episode, you said, oh my God, she's going to get sucked into the painting. And I was just like, wow, that was intuitive. I wasn't, I was not keen on the twist. I thought that um, the lady, what was her name? <laughs> I know because Nell is the name you keep hearing, you keep hearing, and then you forget about the woman's name. He says it like once. What's her name? Is my partner Jane. 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 Yes. Okay. So Jane, I thought I spotted that she was. She had some hidden agenda for sure. But the man trapped in the painting. I was an empathizer, and that's where I always get in trouble. Uh, Because you empathize with him, and then you discovered, wait, he's actually the bad person. Well, they're both the bad people in this. But yeah, you, the minute you saw her, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Like, you knew she was gone, like, wrong the minute you saw her. But you did fall for him for a little bit. I did. Well, those dimples. (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo! You also said about him, he was great until he opened his mouth. That's very true, too. Very true. There's some great quotes in this one from you <laughs> definitely i enjoy watching together like i don't know if i can go back to not watching together because the watching together experience is the great especially um about dan oh. <laughs> the amount of dan and this just just every time he showed up he is i, I mean i'm blushing <laughs> my gosh and there's some extra cute little scenes in this one too especially the like the whole like you help her with her paper oh. and she's like paper is like it's about sex i have lots of experience with funny. sex no we're talking about it but it's such a cute little scene it was very cute <laughs> um but i think any scene that he is yeah. in is, is he's pretty cute at yeah. the end too when he pulls out the paper and shows he's like yeah he's like super likable he is super likable. whether he's talking or not <laughs> he could just be standing just there. Has to sh- I yes. mean, when he opened the door, oh when my God. Piper goes and knocks on the door, and he opened the door, <laughs> immediate reaction. <laughs> I was going to slip out of the chair. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So you did like this episode, though. I did. It was a good episode. Um. So when I heard the uh, Jane, Jane, she was talking Jane. about like how realistic the paint, or when, when Prue was telling Jane about how realistic the painting was, that's when I was like, uh-huh. uh, why, why touch on that? Hmm? Are you going to go visit the man it's, inside? I think it's because you, well, you are super intuitive and perceptive, <laughs> but I think it's also as words or you're very into like words and language. So you pick up on those things immediately. So I got hooked. I was like, this is where we're going with that. Um, so that was that was an exciting twist because it was very Mary Poppins. They did this in Mary Poppins. Remember, they jump into they the painting and they the go to the carnival. Yes, yes, that's why I think I was like geeking out about it because I had like my own little 
Wouldn't that be awesome to go into the paint? I kind of like it too because it's kind of like, oh, new and exciting world. And I've always wanted, one of the things I always wanted was like a secret entrance. Like how they have that bookcase where the book went down and they go behind the thing. I've always wanted some house or something with like a hidden room or a... That's always super intrigued me. My mom almost bought a house like that. Really? Yeah, it was kind of creepy because there was like the dumbwaiter and then there were like like small doors and big... It was like a weird house and it was an old house uh-huh. and there were like rooms that were converted into like other rooms where you could like sit and read and it was like a weird house but it was it was not like in a good area it was super super old it sounds super cool it was cool explore i would i think it's super cool to have that kind of space with all these like hidden areas when i was a kid my closet well when i was in ohio which was like 8 to 18 my closet had this raised area I don't know what it was for. I don't know why it was there. It's probably most people use it for storage in their closet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we created like a book nook up oh, there. Oh, I love that And idea. so I had a little step stool because when I was little, I couldn't get up there. And then I could, when I got older, I could just like prop, like hoist myself up with my arms. But I had a little like bookcase up there and books I and like a little that. pillow. And it was... I still went up there when I was older, even though I didn't really fit. But when I was younger and a kid, it was the perfect little hideaway. I, I loved love it. And I could idea. shut my closet door and it was just me. That's very Chronicles of Narnia. I always thought about that. Like, you know, like those deep, deep closets as you yes. keep going, right? Like I would go and like pass the old man suits and then you'd get into like grandma's dresses and then you're like, oh my gosh, what's on the yeah. other end? And then somebody like, I love little, I love hiding. I don't know. I love little hiding places so where you can fun. just like hide away and be like totally... Yeah, disconnected from everything in the world. Do you laugh when you play hide and seek? No. But it goes along with my I can keep a secret kind of thing. So I can hide and be completely still. People, you cannot find me ever. I can't help but giggle. <laughs> I right? can say that about you. Like as soon as I see like the feet walk by, I'm like, I can't help it. I really, I mean, I would like punch myself in the face if I could just to shut I would me up. Punch it wouldn't myself out. I don't think that would help you not laugh and you'd scream. But no, I was not. I remember playing with people that always give it away because they would always giggle. Oh, I goodness. am. It goes along with my like, I can keep a secret. I can also stay hidden really well. Do you get competitive with a game like hide and seek? I'm not. A, no. I'm but in the way of it's the whole thing of like I can keep a secret I can be completely still and silent so competitive in the way that like no one's ever gonna find me unless I want them to oh my god like I feel like there was a challenge in those words (laughs) I feel like we have to get the kids and we have to play hide and seek because I don't know I have to like figure out what my hiding places are here because I've never hid in my own house I have to figure out hiding places in your house can I explore more you have to figure out what I'm doing first you have to there's like kid forts up there and there's all over this there's like all there's there's plenty of places to hide if I could just not giggle when they walk by <laughs> i get so mad and then i get play super, hide and seek with i the kids. love it yes we do and we do it like in the dark oh. you know and like we'll have like uh it was like you know dollar store flashlights no led lights because they give too much lights it have to be like 1980s <laughs> you know flashlights yeah yeah, yeah and so then it's just dim enough where you could you know, see a little bit. Just but see a little bit. That's fun. It just seems like my heart's That's just beating so, so fast. Fun. I want to giggle about it now. But then I get competitive. I get really upset, you know, when they're like, gotcha. I'm like, gosh, darn and it. You're like, I shouldn't have laughed. But yeah. <laughs> you little you ingrate. Just giggle. ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> ignore the laughing. You do not hear your mother laughing. It's you know fine. it's me. Just relax. <laughs> just pretend I'm not here. <laughs> anyway, I love the game. I love the game. I, you know what other game I love is Twister. 
and we played it with the oh, kids. Oh, twister. Yes, it's a lot of fun. But, you know, my kids, it, they're like, my, you know, my sister's playing, I'm playing. We're trying to, like, make it exciting for the kids because you can get really bored with Twister if you don't love it. And if you're not really, like, getting creative with it. Because there's ways to play Twister where it's like, oh, this is fine. I can stay like this for hours. There's also ways to play Twister where you're like, this is a really uncomfortable position. Yes. So yes. it depends on how much fun you want to have with it or if you just want to be there to just do it. The kids went rogue and they like uh, made like a ninja twister and it oh. was just I hate it so I don't want to play that game. <laughs> they ruined Twister. Yeah, <laughs> ninja twister ruined it. Yeah, it's crazy. I play Twister. I could do Twister, but yeah, there's definitely ways to play Twister where it's a little more interesting than there is just regular like balance on your hand. Here, if Dan, for example, uh, Dan wanted to play Twister. <laughs> Would that be okay? I would play Ninja Twister even. I mean, even seriously. Ninja Twister. Yes. You have to teach him yes. what Ninja Twister is. I just need that picture. <laughs> Mental image. Dan playing Twister. Can I share that I showed you what the guy that plays Dan, Greg Vaughn, I had to show you what he looks like now because he's still one of the most attractive men I think that exists in this world. I would not dissent. <laughs> At all. I cannot believe. you could Because, oh my god, look, I just wasn't expecting it. Is, <laughs> I mean, he's like decades long gorgeous. Oh my goodness. <laughs> decades long. Decades long gorgeous. I'm telling you, he's like really a Greek god. Like, he's totally lying to everybody. He came from Mount Olympus. <laughs> you just cannot... You just cannot. Oh, I could never meet this man. I could never <laughs> see him. I wouldn't know what to say. Right, I turn instantly no red. Greg Vaughn for you. No. You'd be like, nope. I would just start <laughs> drooling. I would just. Bleh. I would turn to like Patrick and SpongeBob. <laughs> Your face every time you come on the screen has been so classic. Like it's just, I just look at you. I'm like, oh, Dad's back. Gotta go over here. Oh my goodness. He is pretty. Yeah. Yep. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, there's no complaints. There's some really cute scenes coming up too. Really? Him. I, you know, I don't. I think he's. I think he has an affinity for Phoebe. I feel like he's got an attraction there. But they keep putting Piper in front, and I'm thinking, okay, are they trying to draw some parallels between like construction Leo with construction Dan? I'm not oh, sure, handyman, you know. Handyman Leo with construction. Yeah, man. you see, like, they're kind of in oh, the same industry. I never and then, really thought about that before. And they're trying to maybe, like, weigh them out because, like, Dan is, like, super casual and so is Leo, but, you know, he's, like, less flannel and the other one's, like, more rippling muscles. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> flannel one side, rippling muscles the yeah. other side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what... Are you, is it like muscles in general? What is it? What is it? My, so I have a really good friend. Like she's, she and I have this conversation because she's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the face. If there's muscles, women I think just, it matters the face. You think so? Her theory is like muscles plus tattoo, done deal. She doesn't even I, care about anything I, else. I've seen some men before that are really muscly and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, scary. Scariest person I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so what about gorgeous face, no muscles? That's okay. That's okay. I don't need muscles. You don't need muscles? I don't, I don't like no? muscles. No, muscles? I think it's, I'm more face. More face. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm just like... I'm an I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> I can Meaning, be persuaded either way. Muscles doesn't matter. I mean, I think the brain is my favorite muscle. Well, yeah, mine too. Yeah, I'm. I think mine is sense of humor. 
Really? That's yeah. that's what I. That's my thing. That's what is. captures you. Yes. Really? Yeah. I love intellect. I love like the nerdy. Yeah. So you're the intel. Yeah. I'm way I can into see that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is just that I like if they can make me giggle, it makes me happy. That's really. I think I get I giggle when I get like impressed by someone's capability to think. I start getting like really <laughs> giggly and cheesy. But yeah, I think I mean it would be hard to choose between because you wouldn't want like a really smart guy with no sense of humor. Because no. that would be horrible. I've met some of them, too, and they're, like, they can't okay. even function in life. Because have you ever met someone that's so smart that they're almost depressed because they're too smart? Like an overthinker? I feel like I'm, well, uh, like, a spotlight I, is just on me. I know. Oh, my God. Did it just get awkward? It's, like, people that are so smart that know too much, it's, like, they can't just be in life because they're always... They know too much and they can't be happy. I've known people like that that are like geniuses and they can't be happy because there's too much going on up there. Like they can't disconnect. Even more than, yeah. They can't let loose. And they just feel like they know too much. Unless you have tequila. I have tequila. I actually have pink tequila. What? What? Is is there an alcohol that makes you, you know... I don't know. Gigglier than other More giggly. I'm always giggly. (laughs) Alcohol makes me giggly. It makes me giggly and very huggy. Um, that's, that's tequila from really like there's a country song that tequila makes your clothes fall off. <laughs> it's tequila I'm telling you I don't think there's one that does not that I've noticed I mean maybe someone else could tell me but I don't think there's a difference on how I act with some will make me more like faster drunk mm-hmm. but I don't think mm-hmm. there's a difference in my personality acting wise when I'm drunk mm, versus the alcohol I think it's the same interesting I don't know anyone out there that has seen I just, different alcohols let me know I need to know this kind of this is all for my you know spreadsheets in my brain because I like to categorize and compartmentalize random bits of knowledge so then anyway I went on this whole tangent so back to the episode I like categorizing random I love too. it. I love it. Well, I loved how Phoebe, of all the things that she could ever want, she wanted a brain. Yeah, <laughs> If she did. I only had yeah, a brain. I, know, right? <laughs> I love that she wanted to be smart, but then she found her inside smarts, which was cute. Well, yeah, I mean, common sense. That's what I've always felt, that I'm... I wouldn't say I'm stupid, but I've always felt that my common sense is my stronger point. Common sense, like, like as in just general knowledge or like street smarts because i feel smarts? like they they hint that phoebe's a little more street yeah smart. i don't i can't pick a pocket and whereas that was kind of in line with that but i've always felt that i'm very well like versed in the world and kind of can figure out things of what's happening and how to get out of certain things and how to make things work I, i'm thinking about your personality test Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Can we talk about that? Because you took Myers-Briggs. Yes. So what we need, I want you to talk more about yours because I, you're very self-revealing in that. Don't did you, you read it? Did I you, did. So I'm ENFP. Yes. And you are E-I-N-F-J, I believe. Do I have an F word in my in my thing? I think you're INFJ. If I I knew you would be an N, and I've told this to many people, is if I get along, like if I immediately click with someone... They're always an N. Really? Yeah. Hold that, on, I'm looking at my It's N phone. versus S. So N is intuition, which of course you are. I knew that in a second you'd be an N. But <laughs> an S is using your senses to figure out the world, and N is using like your own intuition to figure out things around you. So I knew 100% you would be an N without a doubt. I but am. I always get along with, I always say if I click with someone, they have to be an N. 
And it was my friend Jake that really got me into Myers-Briggs, like, full-on. When he started working with me, like, he brought it up at work, and we all took it, and we did this whole class on it, and, yeah, went into this whole, like, deep dive into it. So he's super great on it, and so I text him. When you text me what you were, and I text it to him, because he's listened to some of the podcasts, Mm -hmm. he's like, of course she is. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm an ENFJ. And I, 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 oh yeah, you yeah. are an E, you're not an I, that's what yeah. it was, because you yeah. were an E, and I was like, you are an extrovert. I don't believe uh, it, but my percent, Jake, honey, tell me, what, uh, what does this matter? Wait, I've got yeah, my number ENFJ, here. we're only one letter apart. Oh, it's, see, I'm 60. You're judging and I'm perceiving. I feel like that's such an Armenian thing to say about me. <laughs> the judging? <laughs> the judging part. I'm, I'm 63% extroverted. You're totally an extrovert. I am not. You I, are. I'm so Do into- you get, okay, at, that only means where do you get your energy from? It doesn't mean if you're shy. It doesn't mean all that. Extrovert, introvert literally means where do you get your energy from? Do you get your energy internally or do you get it from the people around you? Oh, no. I totally feed off of people. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and extrovert. <laughs> Because I do too. (laughs) I know. Okay, so you walk into a room. Do you like immediately scan the room, read the room before you start, you know, like planning your route? Or do you just be like, oh, person by the door, let's start there and just move your way around? I don't know. I usually, (laughs) okay, I want to say I usually find a drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I'm going into a party, that's usually where. If I don't know anyone or I don't know a lot of people well, that would be my first. If I know the people, I would find the person I know the most and go to them. I wouldn't go to the person by the door. So if it's like a party where I'm like, hey, I know these people, I'm going to find the people I know. If it's a party where I don't really know anyone, I'm going to find the bar and get a drink and then start talking to someone near there who looks like they're kind of like... But I can also get energy... When I say that, though, I can also get energy in a room just being around people. So if I'm in, this is the thing, if I'm in my house too much, I start getting depressed because I lack that energy. So I start, it's like almost like my battery gets drained mm-hmm. when I'm by myself too much. I don't even have to be talking to anybody. If I'm out and about and sitting in a, saying, sitting in a restaurant surrounded by people, I can get energy from that if it's a good, like, vibe going on. Hmm. That's very, you're very, like, um... Like absorbent of people. I am absorbent. I am. I'm absorbent of people's energies. I'm absorbent around all that. I interface. Like when I walk, like before I walk officially into a room. First of all, I make it a point to (laughs) be late, right? Like you have to be late. I do. Okay. So a late room is a better room. Okay. So yes. So you get in there late before I even walk in. Like I'm just surveying it. I'm picking up the vibe of the room. I'm scanning. I'm seeing. And I'm looking to be like, you know, where am I going to meander to? I have my path. That's right there. And it's very strategic. And so it's not that I'm, if I don't come to you right away, it's not because I'm being dumb. It's because my, my inner extrovert (laughs) (laughs) is driving a different bus. I'll just kind of move to where like, if there's a really vibrant group, that's like the icebreaker I need, right? Like I gravitate that way because like you've just emerged into this like, you know, unfamiliar space. So I have to go where there's like the pulse. There you go. And then I I You're literally explaining where they are. Because whereas like introverts, they need to recharge. Like they'll go to a party and be like, oh my God. And then they have to go home and recharge. Like they feel exhausted from it. Whereas you and I both get energized by it. Some loud dance music. (laughs) 
crazy. A little bit of reggaeton. Introverts don't. Introverts are like, oh my god, this, I gotta, I gotta go, and we, we like charge my batteries at home by myself. But that's, that's not funny. us. So that's why I'm like, yep. Not, I got not so surprised. mad at my. Re- I was like, no. I was not, not surprised. When I came through. I was like, yep. I can see all of that, <laughs> and I could see us differing on the J or the P for sure. Totally. The one letter we differ on, I totally could say. Okay, but not tell surprised. me why. Tell me why, because I feel like there's a. There's a little bit of a negative... Co- Am I a judger? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no. No, no. Now I have to figure out how to explain this, but in my head it made total sense. <laughs> like judger, like looking well, for fairness? It's just the way you judge, like you analyze... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the words, like analyze the situation or the way you analyze things, whereas I just a different way we... Per- like I perceive things and you more like analyze them for what they are. Okay, Does so like perceive sense? as in like feel, like yeah. you're a feeler. Yeah. Okay, like and you're more Phoebe a, was a feeler. You're more She's of a f- logical analyzer about things in ways. Can we change it from judger to discerning? <laughs> you know, I feel like it's more in line with discern. I like so that ENFD. Word. Is that what you want to be? <laughs> I got the D. <laughs> For Dan, people, don't be thinking trashy. Uh, Dan. Uh, Dan. 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 is for Dan. And D is for D Dan. D is for Dan. D 100% for Dan. D is for Dan. Totally. Yeah. Um, this is very interesting. So this was my very first time with this personality test. I always do the, um, the Gallup one. What is the Gallup one? It's really interesting, but it's like... Hmm. You have to do it. You have to do it with me. Right, I'll do that one. Yeah. I've done a few. Myers-Briggs is my favorite. I feel like it's the most, like, it has a lot to it. I like all the different components that go with it. The Gallup one is a strengths finder. So it, okay. it kind of just ranks what, Your you're, what you're better at. Okay. Yeah. We'll take that one. I'd be interested to see what it says. See if anything surprises me. Because I want to say it's not going to. But I, <laughs> I'm always interested to see if these things are going to be like, oh. But sometimes when I read these things, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's 100% me. That's so Because ENFPs are like, it's the independent. It's the you can't micromanaging. Like we die by micromanaging. <sighs> Um, what is the other things? But it's basically like creativity. It's the don't hold us down. It's the it's all that stuff. Yeah, you like, cannot draw a box around Janine. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no boxes. <laughs> I won't like punch a hole on the side. <laughs> like nope. <laughs> so funny. So um, yeah, when I read when I took it the first time and I read it, I was like, well then, this is literally me in a nutshell. I had to, I had to have you cross check it because I have my own you know, biases, like that judge word well, and the you, extroverted okay, but word. But not the letters and the name. So when you read the description, was there anything you were like, no? Or did you like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's pretty I, much accurate. Well, I, I mean, I owned it. It was accurate, but I just didn't <laughs> like how the percentages got me there. I was like, what, 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 what? I mean, yes, but why? Why are these first? Anyway, um, but I have to say, though, that like now that we're seeing the girls in, in season two, they're so much more relaxed. Yeah, There's like are. a better chemistry chemistry i think um, the chemist that's why i love season two i love their chemistry in season two so it's cute. so just like cute and comfy and real and i love their chemistry in season two they're they're like sisters they're yeah, acting like right? sisters it's really cute it's super cute um the thing is is that like piper i see her becoming this like super assertive businesswoman, and she's on top of it and i at first i didn't see that kind of like uh 
propensity even when she was in the the kitchen all the time like she at quakes yeah. you know she seemed like perpetually flas- fla- flastered and flustered and that's the word i'm looking for flustered <laughs> <laughs> and she's like all over the place and you know she's so this is like a very different side of her which i like but prue Prue's kind of chill nowadays. Like, she's laughing all the time, uh-huh. and she's not getting excited. I would have freaked out about the car. Why didn't she freak out about the car? Yeah, it was kind of funny how she didn't freak out, but I think I think she didn't freak out because Phoebe was so over the top. Oh she was gosh. like, okay, chill. Like yeah. She was pulling think, a total Lexi. But I kind of feel like if Phoebe would have been like, whatever about it, then maybe she would have gone the other way. Like, if Phoebe would have been mm-hmm. like, yeah, I smashed your car, it's whatever I don't care like if she had taken that stance I feel like maybe Prue would have been like Fur, but Phoebe was so upset and so like over the top guilty about it that she's like relax it's fine I think that's why she reacts like that is because Phoebe took the stance of like oh my god I'm horrible I'm the worst person ever and she was like okay it's really not that bad yeah I think we've been seeing that though in Phoebe's character like when she gets upset she really gets a little dramatic yeah it's really it's she gets Phoebe can be dramatic. Say that much. Lexi. <laughs> you did. The minute I it happened, you were just like, Lex. I mean, yeah, you're like, okay, Lexi. Exactly. <laughs> she finished her, oh her rant about the car. So, blah, blah, blah. the thing about Piper, I always feel, is that in the job she had at the restaurant, that is not something she ever felt natural in. It's always something that she, it's not something she ever wanted. She wanted to be a chef. She got thrown into this role. So I kind of feel like it's her being in this role that wasn't right for her. It wasn't a good fit. So that's why she's always flustered. But now she's her Mm. own boss. She's taking, she has to take charge. There's no one else who's going to take charge. So I think that's where that switch happens in that. That just completely resonated. Oh my gosh. That was, (laughs) that's going to be an off mic talk. (laughs) (laughs) That was very good. Um, But you know what? I think that you make a really good point about how she was thrown into it. And it was like always just this perpetually flustered, flastered. What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) I think flustered is the word, but I like flastered. (laughs) Thing, but... You know, she wasn't really being authentic then, right? No, she wasn't. That's, That's the thing. She wasn't being authentic. She wasn't being true to herself. She was just, this is the job that was thrown into her lap and not where she ever really wanted to be, but it was where she was, right? So she's just like flustering around trying to make it work, but never felt like her true self in the job. So what would be the authentic Janine dream job? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's why... I've never really known where I wanted. I never was the person that had that dream job. I never knew in my head, like, this is me. Because it's a box. You don't want to is be Is that boxed. why? Yeah. You can't be a boss. I can't you be can't. A, I can't ever say this is what I want because no. it just never feels... Maybe it's, that's it. It doesn't feel authentic to me to just say this is what I want because I'm like, but what if that... But, but there's this stuff over here and there's that over <gasps> here and there's this here. Yes. See? You've just got that, like, eclectic personality where you'll, you'll, you'll dabble. I do dabble. That's not a bad thing. That's it, a good thing. But it can make you feel a little bit like you have absolutely no direction in your life at various points. Oh. <laughs> Mulling. <laughs> it can make you feel like you're like, what the hell am I doing half the time? Because you're like, oh, okay. What, what's the like, ENFJ gonna... are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the ENFP. <laughs> any direction you go, I'm just like, oh. That's I'm so going to try this. Oh, maybe not this. Oh, that's fine. But I was even the kid, like, 
I went into so many different things. Like, let's try gymnastics. And then, I, and then my mom would be like, you really like gymnastics. I'm like, I want to quit. She's like, why do you want to quit? I'm like, uh. And then <laughs> let's go do dance. And then she's like, oh, you really like dance. I want to quit. You want to quit again? Yes. And like, I just could not stick with anything. I constantly was like, let's try this. Let's try that. Was it, was it boredom or were you like, okay, I got like enough. Like I had like. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I don't huh. know. I just was like, nope, done. Interesting. I'm done. That's so Bella. Bella's like that. Yeah. Bella's like that. She's yeah. like, I want to do this. Maybe that's why Bella and I clicked. Because <laughs> we both have the same. We both have the same personality. Because that was me as a kid. I could, I can see my. She's a little more, more uh, brave than me. <laughs> I feel like Bella's a lot more brave than I was as a child, um, and a lot more like not afraid to be herself or I was more afraid to be myself I think Bella Bella has no qualms Bella's like I'm gonna paint in the kitchen I'm gonna dump paint yes. all over the floor whereas I would have been like there's paint on the floor I'm gonna be in trouble <laughs> like so I, I think that I, I think I do see myself in Bella but I'm actually almost like envious of the way that she can be so free she is super outspoken that's that's not what she got for me that's not me like, that's that's only Bella but I think it's your parenting that got her there it's because I'm like oh go ahead <laughs> explore which I love. I, I love mind. that. I didn't get that a lot. It was very much like, I didn't, I don't know. It's not uh, traditional because we had like rules and guidelines and structure yeah, and this is what you do. And I'm like, yeah, they're kids. I know. <laughs> I love it. it. I'm interested Thank to you. see. I'm interested to see how she, like, as she gets older, like how this personality goes as an adult, because I feel like she and I have a lot of similarities in a lot of ways. But as I said, she has a lot more like she can be more free with herself. I hope that like she's always all of them. I hope all of them are always comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. You know, like I just and that's who so they important are. and it's yes. so hard. <laughs> I think that's one of the most hard things in the life is to be comfortable in your own skin. It's crazy because I took the boys uh, over the weekend to get their haircut. I mean, I'm sure other moms have like that same stress when they go into a barber shop. I freak out when I go into the barber shop. You not freak out. not like freak out like scared, right? But like freak out like I don't belong here huh. because there's a bunch of guys sitting at the bench and there's a bunch of guys sitting in the chair and a bunch of guys cutting hair and I'm like, you know what, just grab some beer and this is a bar scene, right? Like I don't belong here. Some barber shops do have beer. I know. I took them some. <laughs> it was like 110 bucks like, for a haircut. Wait, what is it's great. Yeah, it was. Okay. And they don't have facial hair. Oh and they don't God. have nose hair. No, they're just like little boys. They're little fluff. Oh my so, gosh. Okay. So Alexander, he goes like in his Heelys and he's all cool. And the barber's like, sup. And Alexander's like, sup. And I was like, what? Uh, you speak their language? Like I'm sitting there like looking at him. And he tells the guy, can I get a faux hawk, please? And I I heard Mohawk, and I just looked at him, and he was like, faux hawk. And the guy <laughs> goes, is that okay, Mom? And I'm like, I don't know what a faux hawk is. I'm thinking, like, it's not, <laughs> like, shaved on the, it's a fake Mohawk, yeah. right? So we couldn't, yeah. you know, he's got a faux hawk now, and it looks really cute on him, but Aww. completely suits his personality. I can see that. He, like, fist bumped the guy when he was done. He I gave him, like, a 10 buck tip, there. and he was like, boom. I was like, we have to give him more. That is so he was super cute about it. Yeah, I think that's why I love your kids because they're just so themselves. <laughs> yeah, Nick wanted an anime inspired haircut. I, I mean, so I have to go and talk to the guy. I'm like, something anime ish. Like, there's this character. <laughs> but the guy knew. The oh, guy knew the character. Perfect. I, so I kind of know what you're talking about. It's only because of the Comic Cons I go to that I can tell that you this, what an anime Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing that in my head. Yeah. I, I don't know what character it is, but I know what you're talking about. I see it as 
you lick your finger, you stick it in your socket, <laughs> and then you go out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, animes, none of them's actually, I mean, the eyes they have, this, I mean, nothing, nothing's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, hi, oh. he wants a cartoon haircut no. that really doesn't exist, but it's fine. He's so funny about it. But, like, when he goes to school, he keeps it, like, down and normal. But when he's, like, home, it's like, ah, hello, volume. It's <laughs> amazing. So funny. Hello, volume. It really is. <laughs> um, speaking of volume, Dan's hair. Dan has. Dan has some good hair, right? He does. He yeah, does. he does. He I'm has some good you. hair. I'm telling you. <laughs> he your is not smi- from this place. The smile for Dan <laughs> is still my favorite. Like your, your smile when you talk about Dan is amazing. <laughs> he is not from this place. Dan, I'm on to you. <laughs> oh, so my one thought I had about this episode, which I've never really thought about before, but why doesn't Phoebe just go in herself with the words that she knows are going to get him out? I don't know. I mean, I thought about that too. Like it was just oversimplified. Like that part but you know when they changed the guy into a warlock yeah i expected more dark from him he was more like playful well he'd been at a painting for 70 years he probably forgot how to be dark so by himself i mean he was almost like he was almost like the the jim carrey of warlocks he had her alone he could have done anything to her right and he's just like la 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 like, I'm going to go find my lover and ha-ha, I have Do you want the gift of premonition? Uh, I was just like, oh my god, yeah, that was so circus acty. Yeah, he is pretty much just like, yeah, circus acty. Yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey, I'll go yeah, with that too. Yeah. Maybe that was his inspiration for his warlock. <laughs> just, I don't know. It didn't work. It didn't work. I mean, he was good looking. Warlocks always come off the first as good looking. Well, not always. Well, I don't know. Now I have to go back to my lo- my list. Is it a warlock? Is it a this demon? One, this one's a warlock, though. This is definitely... Definitely a warlock. And can we also so. say Piper with her blades when she goes in? Oh my god. That was so funny. So That's funny. One of my favorite just random comedy moments. This one was the light one. This was it a good. It is a light one. Yeah. It's giggly. And it's funny because the charm community, some people hate this episode. Hate it. <gasps> really? Yeah. I Don't hated the last one. I like this and one. And so most much people more. love the last one, but this one I think is fun. I think it's just a fun episode. So, something interesting about an ENFJ that I learned is that they are only 3% of the population. Yeah, you're it is rare. a rare. Yeah. yeah. I only mentioned that because if everybody liked the other one and I hated it, you know, I'm using <laughs> that stretch. Why. Yes, I'm using there that stretch. There you go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I like, I don't know. I've always liked this one. Of course, it's season two and I'm season two person, but I've always liked this one. This was a good one. Yeah. I like this one. I think from here, you're really going to like this season. I hope so. I feel well, like this is where Dan. it really starts ramping up. Dan is in season two. Yeah, so. Dan. Lots of Dan. Well, I mean, it, does he like Phoebe? Am I'm I right? Or tell right? You oh, we're going to do this again. <laughs> I feel like he You're going to find Phoebe. out soon, but I would like to not tell you yet. I feel like he likes Phoebe. And the problem is that if he likes Phoebe, I struggle with that match. It's not a good match. There's a lot of heat in that match, a lot of fire and passion in that match, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's a that's a match that will burn out fast. Mm-hmm. There's a shelf life there, and I'm getting nothing from you. That's like I'm so good at this, you know? <laughs> but I feel like I feel like if I was a I'm Jackie so experienced Ma- at this. I mean, I went through an entire season not telling me Andy was gonna die. <gasps> oh so if I can do that, <laughs> I, I can definitely tell you not tell your sister. I can't. Who's I can't. gonna be with? 
can't believe you said it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it happened, and you know it happened, so I, I can actually talk about it now. I know. Well, I that was the hardest thing not to say. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't keep a secret. I can't keep a secret. I drop hints about what the kids got I... from Santa for Christmas. <laughs> I can keep a secret. My husband can't, and he says he's planning stuff for our anniversary. And I'm like, I wonder how long he's been able to keep the secret. Because he's like telling me, oh, I finally am getting it booked. Oh, this. Oh, I had to get someone help to do it. And I'm just like, because he's never keeps secrets from me. He'll say like, I'm planning a surprise. And then like two days before he tells me, I'm like, okay. And he can't That's keep so the cute. Secret. I can't keep I love secret. being surprised. And he cannot keep the secret. <laughs> You do like being surprised? I do. I, I mean, I love the idea of being surprised. I love being but... surprised. And I think, but I also come, my dad and I are very similar. And my mom will say, you and your dad, if you don't want to tell someone in something, you will never know something. That's and a superpower. So I got it from my dad because he and I can, same. Like, he and I could tell each other something and no one else in the world's going to know. Or I, like, he'll know something and never know anything. So she'll say, you and your dad, if there's something you don't want people to know, they're never going to know. So, yeah, I can keep secrets forever, but I think that's why, because I was used to my dad being able to keep secrets so well that he would surprise me with things because he could. So I got used to having surprises with absolutely no warning. So for my fifth, we're totally rambling, for my fifth birthday, my friend came over and we were just hanging out in the living room for my birthday party and we were waiting for people to come. We were going to this mall that had like an arcade in it. And so we're sitting in the living room and all of a sudden this limo pulls into the driveway and my friend and I are like looking at each other, like, why is there a limo in the driveway? And my dad goes out. We think he's going to be like, oh, why are you in the driveway? And he starts shaking the guy's hand. And we're like looking at each other. And he's like, surprise, for your, they're going to drive in for your birthday party. So like, cute. he's so good at surprises. I had no idea that was going to happen. Like, That's so cute. And then the other surprise, I think it was my birthday again. And... I wanted a certain CD changer player, like a five CD changer or whatever. And so earlier in the day, I was like, where's my Celine CD? I was like, could not find my CD. I'm like, where did I put it? And then so we're sitting at my birthday and I'm opening presents and all of a sudden I hear Celine singing from the other room. And my dad had set up the CD player in my room and it was playing my CD that I couldn't find during the day. Your dad sounds so, adorable. Like, I was, he, and that's the thing. I got used to surprises with absolutely no warning. Oh my god, he sounds like he's really good at it. He's well. That's the thing. We yeah. we both are because so we can keep secrets. But are you good at planning the surprise too? Because it sounds like dad's like really good at planning the surprise. Yes, I'm really. I flew to Rhode Island. Like my dad and I planned this thing. I've actually surprised some. I've surprised a couple of people. I flew home. My dad and I booked a show ticket. We booked a hotel. I he snuck out of the house and picked me up at the airport it was for my mom's birthday and like I made a sign like I slept in the other room and I made a sign like when when you wake up come in this room and I was sleeping in the bedroom oh my gosh mm-hmm. so yes I can plan a surprise too I also surprised my friend Teresa I like showed up at the front door and just like rang the doorbell and she answered it and was like oh my god <laughs> I was just standing at the door I can't do surprises I can't do it I want to I want to be that person I want to be like oh look at how surprised you are but I'm like so I got you like the red shoes you remember <laughs> See, the red that's, shoes that's, that's Kevin he's like so I, I got this I'm like oh there it goes I can't. I can't. <laughs> like I'm still really grateful but I'm like oh you were so close to keeping the secret yeah I want to I want to be better I'm gonna try that's gonna be that's gonna be the resolution this this coming Christmas, 
for 2023. I am not going to drop any hints for the gifts oh that goodness. I got. Oh my goodness. All right. And I'm, I'm going to be better. That's another I'm... resolution. <laughs> we said no real resolutions, but this year, yes. you're going to be able to do a surprise. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to Just do a try real one. surprise. Like, doesn't have to be, Christmas is kind of big because that's a lot of gifts. Yeah. Do something smaller. Start with something smaller. Like, work on a smaller surprise. Like, I don't know what, but. I don't know what to do. Just do really, really tiny right now. Start small. Uh, Start small. <laughs> I'm like already getting excited. Like I'm going to call the kids. <laughs> I know. Hey kids, I'm going to plan a surprise. I'm waiting for this now. That's exactly what I saw on your face. Like guys, there's a surprise coming. I'm going to plan the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> Be ready. That's not how it works. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Anyway, I really like this one and I'm excited for the next one. For sure. I think you're going to like the next one's a whole thing and there's a lot. A lot goes on in the next episode. With Dan. There's, there's more Dan. Yeah. I promise you there's more Dan. But this next episode is, um, it's a good one. Uh, the demon's kind of bleh. But <laughs> the episode's Aww. good. Aww. That's fine. That's okay. He's not a very realistic demon. He'll be fine. Oh, okay. Phew. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we should stop chattering away because it's getting later and it's probably, I think this might be the longest episode this ever. This is long. They keep getting yeah. longer. We're just we're just chatting. All right. It's all right. Power of power of Dan, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Good night, friends. All right. Can I end with this quote though? Yes. <laughs> I don't obsess. I think intensely. <laughs> That's a good one. I really liked that Definition one. Definition of me. All right. <laughs> good night. Wait. The podcast is on the Anchor app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts as Charmed and Bubbly. Like, subscribe, and rate. Follow, like, and comment on our social media on Instagram as at Charmed and Bubbly Pod and our Twitter at Charmed underscore Bubbly. We know that Charmed has a huge fan base, so we would love all of you to share your thoughts and comments on our social media. Use it as your own forum to connect to fellow fans and tell us how these episodes affected you then and now.